your Locked On Hurricanes, your daily podcast on the Carolina Hurricanes, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey there, Kaniacs. I'm your host, Jared Ellis, and you're listening to Locked On Hurricanes on the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And as always, I would like to thank you for making Locked On Hurricanes your first listen on this Wednesday afternoon. And you can follow Locked On Hurricanes on Twitter and Instagram at LO underscore Hurricanes and myself on Twitter at Jared Ellis underscore 96. In today's episode, we'll be recapping last night's win against the Vegas Golden Knights. There's a lot to digest with this. Some good, some bad, so let's get into it. Right out the gate, Hurricanes won 4-2. Great way to start off a road trip. Obviously, I voiced my concerns with it being uh, the first extended West Coast road trip in almost two years for the Hurricanes, if not maybe a little bit over two years, depending on how the schedule was back in the 2019-2020 season. So it's been a hot minute since the Hurricanes had made a West Coast road trip like that, and I was a little concerned of how that would affect them when it comes to like jet lag and the time zone type stuff. But they obviously flew in Monday afternoon, kind of gave them a little bit of time to get in there, get relaxed, get rested up, get acclimated to everything. And I think that helped them in this game. And one thing that was interesting with this game is one, the lines, (laughs) <laughs> they Rod Brendamore definitely changed some stuff up with those starting lines and it ended up working for the Hurricanes in this game so all in all yeah that was what it was we can take a quick look at those though on the top line we had Andre Sveshnikov, Sebastian Ajo and Seth Jarvis we love seeing Seth Jarvis on the top line getting the top line opportunities in the second line you had Tebo Teravayan, Vincent Trocek, Martin Natchez making his return to the lineup. Third line you had Nino Niederreiter also making his return. Jordan Stahl, Jesper Faust. Fourth line Jordan Martinuk, Jesperi Kotniemi, and Steven Lorenz. Derek Stepan ended up being the healthy scratch for the game. Obviously someone it was going to have to be someone. I figured it would either be him or Lorenz or Lawrence, excuse me, still having to learn the proper pronunciation of that. I would say the real um, question mark, I guess you would call it, was Kokenyemi being the fourth line center. That was interesting. I understand Rod Brendamore moving him around to really find an, a spot for him. I thought he was doing well on the wing for the most part on the second line, but I understand you yeah, maybe wanting to move around you just and give him other opportunities, and that's fine. I, I And we'll see how that goes moving forward. It, it was definitely just a little out of the blue, I would say. I think that's the right way to put it. Just out of the blue, seeing him as the fourth-line center. So, And then on the defensive side of things, 
really no surprises there. Slavin, Bear, Shade, D'Angelo, Smith, and Cole. That was what it was there. And I would say one big surprise that I thought for this was Auntie Ronta getting the start in net. We knew he would be back and available for this game with Alex Lyon getting sent back to Chicago. But I did not expect him to get the start in this game. I expected him to maybe sit for one or two games, maybe sit this Vegas game and maybe Anaheim as well. And then maybe against L.A. he ends up playing. Something like that. That's what I expected. I did not expect to see him in this game. But, I mean, you can't get your feet back under you until you stuck, unless you're out there playing. So, and he ended up being really good for the Hurricanes in this game. Looking at the first period, that was a really, uh, as a whole, it was a good period. It definitely started off rough for both teams. A lot of whistles being blown and whatnot. But, you know, after they kind of settled in and got their got their bearings and, uh, you know, that kind of stuff. It ended up being a pretty good period for the team. Tony D'Angelo ended up breaking the ice and scoring, I think, a little over 13 minutes in. Sebastian Ajo, he ended up getting one really late in the period. It was really nice to see him get a goal because he was really good in October, but kind of for the first half of November, he had kind of cooled off some. Whereas, you know, in the past, you know, he had been really slow to start seasons but he had gotten off to a really good start so it was nice to see him get rewarded with a goal he also ended up having a multi-point night as well so that's great and we actually had four different hurricanes with multi-point nights last night Aho had a goal and assist Trocek had a goal and assist Natchez had two assists and Tevo Teravainen had two assists. So it was nice to see a lot of guys get rewarded in this game. But the second period was definitely a bit of a different story for the Hurricanes, whereas the first period was really good. Second period, not so much. And we'll talk about that right after this quick break. Now, you guys know me. You know I love Thanksgiving and all of the good food and treats that come along with it. But sometimes you don't want something that's so full of sugar and calories. So what better holiday snack is there than Built Bars? Built Bar is the perfect holiday snack and it's the perfect time for it. So feast on something delicious and feel good about it because one slice of pie has upwards of 300 calories and to be quite honest, that is on the low end. Most Built Bars are only 130 calories and only 4 grams of sugar along with plenty of protein. So replace that coconut cream pie with a coconut Built Bar or go for a slice of raspberry Built Bar instead of that slice of raspberry pie. There are lots of good flavors to replace any kind of pie or any kind of dessert. And Built Bars are low-calorie, low-carb, low-fat, and high-protein. And regardless of the flavor, they are covered in 100% chocolate. Built Bar is a great option for when you're hungry, and it doesn't even have to be Thanksgiving. Say you're at work, you're a little hungry, grab a couple Built Bars rather than eating a bunch of junk food. I do exactly that. So share some of your built bars at your family gatherings this holiday. You never know. You may turn on an aunt, uncle, sibling, grandparent, whoever to built bar and they 
will love the built bars and they will love you even more for it. And with new surprises coming all month long, limited time flavors arriving regularly at built.com. So you got to make sure you're checking the website often. And there's nothing like a built bar Black Friday. So mark your calendar because Black Friday will be a huge event with all sorts of surprises. So go to built.com and use promo code LOCKED15 and you'll get 15% off your order. Use promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at built.com. Now, whereas the first period of this game was pretty good for the Hurricanes, the second period, not so much. The hurt Within the first five minutes of the second period, Vegas had tied up the game. This was not good, to say the least. Howden and Theodore both tied it up. Howden ended up tying it up 253 into the second, and then Shea Theodore ended up tying it up, or ended up tying the game at 412 in the second. Howden ended up just scoring at 253. But yeah, this was not good for the Hurricanes because, you know, for the first five minutes, they just. Oh, we're not going to play defense and just leave our goalie out to dry. So, yeah, that that wasn't good. And I imagine Rod Brandenmore was not happy about that. Because I've said time and time again, you have to play the full 60 minutes. Not 40 minutes. And in this case, not 55 minutes. Because that five minutes, you aren't out there playing defense. Look at what Vegas did. They ended up tying up the game in under five minutes. And with a team that was as hot as they were at home, which frankly, you know, still are, it's one loss, having not lost at home in, since October 24th, and with a team is with as much talent as Vegas has, you can't you can't do stuff like that and that's a bad habit for the hurricanes to get into where they just don't where they just have these little stretches where they don't play i i guess you'd say they they don't go out there and give it their all it's very frustrating because it seems to be a theme over the past several games of you just have this one little stretch, whether it's in this game, like five minutes, or in the game against Philly, a full period of just the team not going out there and giving it their all. And it's one, I mean, it's a bad habit to have in general, but it's one thing it being really early on in the season like this, but you have that habit in the back half of the season towards playoffs or in the playoffs you're not going to go very far because at that point it's do or die and other teams are going to take advantage of those mistakes even more so than they are doing right now thankfully yeah after that five five minute little stretch though yeah the hurricanes ended up bouncing back you know getting their their stuff together and they ended up, you know, creating some shots, but Robin Leonard, he was really, really good for Vegas, and he ended up stopping, I believe it was 19 shots there in the second period, so he was a real brick wall for Vegas last night. He, 
Yeah, as much as you know, you, you can talk about how Vegas handled the Mark Andre Fleury situation and whatnot. They do have a good goalie in Robin Leonard. So, and he showed why he is their number one. Again, you can say what you want about how they handled Mark Andre Fleury, though. But yeah, they they end up settling in and getting their stuff together, and that's that's just been an issue the Hurricanes have had in the past. I you know, mentioned that last year, how you know one of the weaknesses of Alex Ndokovich was getting to him really early in the period, and you know that's something that you know translates to other goalies as well as you know you score on them early you know while they're still kind of getting settled in and everyone's getting settled in but still regardless of your goalie like don't get me wrong it's nice for your goalie to bail you out in certain situations like frederick anderson has had multiple times this year it, you you still cannot leave your goalie out to dry like they did just can't do stuff like that you just can't and thankfully like i said they ended up getting their stuff together and but again robin leonard he was really good for the hurricane or for vegas excuse me but thankfully you know come third period he was not able to continue that momentum that he had and then seth jarvis finally finally got rewarded with a goal as in the Philly and St. Louis games, he had goals called back. This one, not called back at all. Finally got his got another goal for him that actually counted. And this one came off a really good rebound. It Ethan Bear had a shot, rebound straight to Jarvis, knocked it right back in. And actually, one thing that I did really like in this game was that three of the four goals that the Hurricanes scored in this game came off of rebounds. Which, in, in the past few games, they've kind of struggled when it came to rebounds and capitalizing on stuff like that. Especially, you look at the Tampa game when Andre Vasilevsky lost his uh, skate blade and they just weren't able to capitalize on stuff. And so it was really nice for them to be able to capitalize on chances like this tonight. Because that, again, was just kind of a issue that I had. And again, it was nice to see Seth Jarvis get a goal, which actually ended up being the game winner for the Hurricanes. So great to see the kid getting rewarded like that. Really carrying himself like someone who's been in the year for a while, for a few seasons. Not this was his seventh game in the NHL. He's playing like it's his. 71st or not 71st it'd still be his first season then but you guys get the point I'm trying to make so and then Vincent Trocek ended up getting one off the rebound as well to put the Hurricanes up four to two just sealing away the victory for the Hurricanes Seth Jarvis ended up scoring actually pretty early on into the third period it was only a minute and 11 seconds into the third period I actually totally forgot about that because I was cooking dinner when that happened, I had just gotten off of work. And then all of a sudden, you know, I hear Mike Maniscalco and Trip Tracy going crazy on the TV. I'm like, what just happened? The third period just started. And I see, you know, Seth Jarvis celebrate. I'm like, what? And, you know, obviously watch the replay. 
And, you know, I'm like, yes, finally the kid is getting rewarded because he has been playing really great in all of the games he has been playing in. He has been one of the bright spots for the Hurricanes that you can look at any game and be like, all right, Seth Jarvis played really good. He's a positive you can pull out of every game. Very much like Freddie Anderson had been, even in the losses, that he's always been like, all right, he still played well. He did his job. Other guys may not have, but he did his. And it's nice to see Seth Jarvis getting rewarded. And then, of course, still nice to see Vincent Trocek do something as well. He is another one of those guys with a multi-point night. Nice to see him get rewarded for some really good play on his part. Now, we obviously started this road trip off with a win. Now it's time to look ahead briefly to our next game against Anaheim, and we will be doing that right after this quick break. Bet Online is back and better than ever with a new web interface for the start of the basketball season and more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Bet Online remains your number one spot for all the basketball and football action this season. Head to their new updated desktop or mobile website today to sign up and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use the promo code LOCKED ON to receive that 50% welcome bonus. From basketball, football, hockey, boxing, UFC, and even right down to your favorite Vegas casino games, don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your favorite sports. Bet Online, where the game starts. Now, we've talked about the game against Vegas, and that was a great way to start off a six-game road trip. And I said yesterday that that was a game that could potentially be a trap game for the Hurricanes because Vegas isn't the Vegas we have known over the past few years. They've been struggling this year, but they're really hot at home. And thankfully, the Hurricanes came out with the two points and the win. Obviously, they got two points. But looking ahead to tomorrow, we'll obviously talk more about this game tomorrow in the preview for this game. But I do think it is worth talking about today as well because... Tomorrow, the Hurricanes are going to be in Anaheim. And this is a game where, in the past, you know, uh, you can usually, while you obviously can definitely be a trap game in the past, it was usually a game you can think of, okay, this is probably going to be a win. Ducks usually aren't really that good. They haven't been for the past few years. But this year, they have quietly been one of the best teams in the NHL. You look at the league standings right now, Anaheim is sixth in the league. They are at 10, 4, and 3, 23 points, a point six seven six point or winning percentage. And you just take a look at the matchup statistically, the Ducks have the fourth best, best power play in the league, eighth best penalty kill, Ninth best faceoff, and you know, statistically they are very, very good, very on par with the Hurricanes. To be quite honest, because they are very close in all of these little statistical categories, and I, I don't want to call this a trap game because the Ducks are really, really good this year. But this is a game where the Hurricanes are like, 
Okay, this is not the Anaheim we played two seasons ago. This is a damn good team that they have right now. And we have got to be on our A game. The Hurricanes have to bring their A game when they travel to Southern California tomorrow because the Ducks, they're bringing it this year. They are, and and it's great to see because those fans have obviously dealt with some pretty mediocre hockey over the past few years. So it's nice to see them very much in the same vein as Buffalo get rewarded with some good hockey out on the ice, to be quite honest. It's nice for those fans to start getting something that they can get behind and cheer for, very much like we did four seasons ago when Brendan Moore and Dundon and Waddell took over and gave us something to cheer for. So it's nice to see those fans getting something to cheer for. But this is get this is a game that the Hurricanes are really going to have to bring it. You look at their um Anaheim's leader in goals. They've played sixteen games. Troy Terry has scored eleven goals, ten assists, twenty one total points. And that's just crazy to think about. Because, again, Anaheim has just kind of came out of nowhere this year. And I think the Hurricanes, they're really, uh, I said it before, they're going to have to bring it in this game. It's not going to be an easy game by any means. This is your first time being out there in two seasons. I've said it, you know, with us playing other teams. This is not the same team that we played two years ago. We are not, this is not the same Ducks team and we are not the same Hurricanes team. A lot of different faces on these teams. So the Hurricanes are going to have to bring it in this game and because we know the Ducks are going to as well. And I'm just really, this in the past hasn't been a game that I was really worried about. But this is going to be a big test for the Hurricanes, a big test for the Ducks as well, because it's two top teams in the league playing each other. Hurricanes are second in the league right now. Ducks are sixth in the league. Both, I believe, we're on the top of the Metro, of course. I believe, yeah, Ducks are on top of the Pacific as well. They've overtaken Edmonton to be the top team in the Pacific, which is, again, great for them absolutely phenomenal for the Ducks so this is going to be a batch a matchup of two heavyweights in the NHL right now and two division leaders and this is going to be a good game tomorrow I'm really looking forward to it and I'm really expecting big things from frankly both teams this is I think this has potential to be one of the best games that we not necessarily in the dominant fashion, but I should say one of the most entertaining games we've seen from the Hurricanes all season long up to this point because these teams are so good. And I really think this is going to be a very entertaining game, very much like the Tampa game, like this two heavyweights just going at it. And I'm really looking forward to a fun game tomorrow, which tomorrow's episode, we obviously preview this game in more depth rather than just quick thoughts and and whatnot so make sure you have your notifications on so you can listen to that episode tomorrow where we preview the Anaheim game in full 
But in the meantime, thank you for making Locked On Hurricanes your first listen of the day. Now go make Locked On NHL our national show your second listen. You guys know all about that show where they talk about all the biggest stories in hockey. And of course, go follow Locked On Hurricanes on Twitter and Instagram at LO underscore Hurricanes. And myself on Twitter at Jared Ellis underscore 96. And I will talk to you tomorrow again when we preview the game against the Anaheim Ducks.